Welcome to Fashion Designers Get Paid, a podcast for burnt out fashion designers who want to ditch the toxic rat race, say bye-bye to backstabbing bosses, and work with brands who value and respect them. I'm your host, Heidi, and I believe that you can do things differently in your fashion career. Because the truth is, most industry jobs will underpay and overwork you, and having your own brand is far from profitable. Let's also be honest, most of them fail. So if you actually want to, well, be a fashion designer and get paid, the best way to do it is as a freelancer. Now, maybe you've been told that brands don't accept remote freelancers or that freelancing means being an exploited temp employee working full-time without benefits. Or to work freelance, you have to be a rock star expert with all the skills from design through development. I'm going to show you that it is possible to be a real freelancer in fashion, work remotely with brands you love, and make money, even if you're terrified you don't have all the answers. You got this, and I'm here to help you do it. The listeners and myself, a little bit about where you started in in your career and where you're at now. Hi. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me here. And yes, I'm from Brazil, and uh, I have a fashion degree. I had this amazing career in Brazil, but then we decided to move here to U.S., and I had to start all over again. I thought it was going to be easy. I'm not going to lie. I thought I was like, okay, I have this amazing portfolio. I have done this, this, and that. And I was a professor at the university. So everybody's going to hire me, right? But no, <laughs> that didn't happen. Because first of all, it was my fault. Because I felt like I was not good enough. Because I didn't know English yet. Um, I had studied English for my whole life, but learning English in Brazil is different than (laughs) how it really is. And I did went to London to study fashion and English for just one month. But I I mean, you can't learn everything from that, right? So it took me some time to figure out the all the terms and uh, English terms for fashion and... Well, now I'm, now I'm here. I feel more confident about my English. I feel more confident about my knowledge, fashion knowledge. I feel I have been going through a lot of trade shows. I met some amazing freelancers as well that helped me out. And I feel like I'm ready to start rocking. <laughs> yeah, you are <laughs> rocking though. Thank because um, let's just look back last year. So it's October 2023 right now that we're recording. Yes. And last year in 2022 is when you started freelancing. And um, your first big win, I think, was you got enough money to buy your new Mac. Yeah, in the first year. Yes. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, amazing. I'm, yeah, that is because it's really expensive. expensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you messaged me and said, just this month, you've made $3,000 and that's working part-time. Part-time. Yes. Because I have two kids. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something else you told me that I love, I'm looking at this email right here. You said, my working hours are crazy. I had to teach myself to work a little bit here, another 15 minutes there. In the car, when I'm picking my kids up with my computer, I wake up a little bit earlier. I work after my kids in bed. Like you're literally fitting this into the cracks of the day, which I love so much because freelancing or, or going after anything can feel really daunting when you're like, my schedule is really busy and I'm juggling being a mom, which is a massive job. And I don't have like eight hours every day. 
you can find these little 15, 20, 30 minute cracks here and there. Yes. Um, yeah. So when talk, I first, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go <laughs> when ahead. I first uh, listened to you saying that, I was like, she's crazy. I'm not going to lie. I thought, no, that's impossible Bo, because you have to focus, right? You have to, yeah. you have to work eight hours a day to be successful. Or if you're working in the, in the industry, you have to work those hours, right? Yeah. So it's like, how I'm going to work if I don't have those eight hours for myself? I yeah. don't. So then I had anxiety. I had a lot of things. But then I learned that I don't need eight hours. I need 15 minutes to check my emails. Done. Okay, now I need another hour to do those flats. And then done. Done. And I just like changing my mindset to do to work like that you know and I'm really happy because I hate to be sitting eight hours I don't <laughs> so, so it's actually better yes <laughs> yeah so. so like what I mean you literally were like that's crazy I need eight hours every day and now you're like working in the car when you're sitting in line to pick up your kids what changed to help you realize like, okay, I'm going to fit this into these tiny little slots of time? Well, what changed is that I realized that I can't live without fashion in my life. Ah. <laughs> and yes, so I'm not going to wait until I can have those eight hours and then be miserable because I'm not doing everything that I love because mm. I love being a mom. I love you know, everything else. But I didn't have the fashion in me yeah. anymore. So then I decided, okay, so if I don't have those eight hours, I'm going to find a way to feel happy again. And, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, I just decided to change the way I worked before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that's lovely. I mean, it's, it just was a sheer internal drive of like, I need to do this work. I love this work. Yeah. How do I make it fit around my life? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, amazing. So talk to us a little bit about some of the projects you work, you've worked on. Um, you just wrapped up a big project with a client. Um, how, how did you get that client? Like, what is some of that looked like? So, yeah. So the, this big client, actually, it was uh, through uh, the Facebook group. I think Brittany, oh, yeah, fast. yeah, oh, uh -huh. amazing. Brittany, yeah, Brittany texts about that client. She needs someone that works with kids. So I was like, that's me. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> I can help. So then I did send email uh, to the person and then we start talking. And then, yeah, that's how I got it. And I was so happy. And it was so much easier than just pitching, cold pitching, you know, <laughs> because, yeah. And then I had another client that was really nice and I really loved to her, work for her. Um, and actually, I uh, uh, did work with Ellie. She's a fast student as well. Oh, yeah. Ellie Wilcox. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think so, that's her last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I started like reaching out from, uh, to all the freelancers as well. And what I... I found the most amazing is that she works with women's wear, uh, just adults uh, most of the time. And then she came across to a kids wear design. And then she was doing all the patterns because I don't do patterns. I just mm -hmm. do the designs and textile. Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, Andressa, can you help me out? Because 
I mean, I need help. And uh, you did send me your uh, portfolio. And, you know, we had that relationship. So I was like, yeah. yes, I need a client. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Ellie. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. Dear listener, you can get clients cold pitching for sure. We have plenty of students that have done it. Mm -hmm. You can get clients on Upwork for sure. We have plenty of students that have done it. You can also build and grow your network, which is one advantage to being inside Fast is that you get this built-in community of all these amazing freelancers from around the world. And yes, you can freelance for other freelancers. Yes, you can. Yeah. So mm -hmm. much value to that. Um, mm -hmm. because people who, especially when you're first getting started out, like people who have really established their businesses, which Ellie has a really established business. Yeah. Um, and I know multiple other students do work for each other, um, gets a project that she needs help with and boom, she knows you because yeah. you guys are friends. You're in the community and you, you had, you proactively reached out to her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Previously. Because, uh, yeah, okay. I was like. It stuck on my portfolio because I thought it was, you know, not good enough. Or, ah. And what I learned is that the Brazilian way to do a portfolio is different than the everything everybody else. Talk about that. Yeah, because in Brazil, you have to put everything that you did in your whole life, right? Okay. Uh, so you do, I mean, not everything, but the best projects. So I had a lot of good projects in there. But if you are working as a freelance, you don't need to do all that. You need to do just be assertive. Let's say that, you, like me, I work with uh, textile and um, designing part as well. So I just need to do like a small portfolio with like textile with the flats and, you know, so the people when look at, oh, she, she does what I need and that's it. And, yeah, and I usually I have been doing my portfolio like like uh, mom and daughter, like you know, oh, mom and yeah, kind of. yeah. Because, and if the client needs some help with uh, like women's wear, oh, she knows how to do that as well. So yeah. it's you know two things that I can send. I can send for the adult line, or I can send to the kids line, and yeah. it's gonna be fine. Yeah. So, so took me some time to figure that out but um, I think I got it <laughs> yeah. yeah what sort of stuff what sort of other stuff did you have in your portfolio from your work in Brazil so um I had all the, the pictures actually not the, the sketches because this, oh yeah these sketches pictures I, of the finished product yeah because uh -huh. uh, since I was working in a company I didn't have, I don't have access to that right they they keep with all the like all the mood boards the sketches it's from the company, but I can use the pictures on my portfolio and I can use the, the videos, for example, the, like the campaign video, videos. Uh -huh. They used to do videos for like TV or, you know, advertisement in yeah. general. Yeah. So I had that and I still do have, I have one that it's more like complete my portfolio. Okay. And then I have some videos in there. It just sounds cooler. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I do have as well a uh, uh, Vogue picture because uh, one of my designs were at uh, Vogue Kids. Vogue. Uh -huh. Wow. 
Okay. Yeah, so it's here. Right there. So every time that I think I'm not good oh, enough. Okay, right there behind you. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And I looked at, oh, wait, wait, I'm good enough. So yeah, my designs yeah. are featured in Vogue Kids. I mean, come on, yeah. that's some pretty big bragging rights right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's still, when you're applying for freelance jobs, sometimes the guy, don't, I mean, the person does, oh, okay, it's nice that she has all these amazing projects but can she do what i need her to do you mm, know yeah so, yeah, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. um okay so back to the thing with ellie so you uh do you you shared your portfolio in the fast group to get feedback or you specifically sent it to ellie to said if you have any clients that just need to ellie it. okay and what did you say well i didn't ask for a job for her okay i just asked for help because ah. I feel like it's not, if you don't know the person, you shouldn't ask for a job. You should build a relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. Because that's how, I mean, it sounds more logical. Yeah. So I did ask, I was like, Ellie, I'm stuck. I don't know if I'm doing uh, enough. I have been applying a cold pitching and no answer. Is yeah. my portfolio okay? Yeah. So then she did a reply and she did an amazing job. Oh my God, her email was like, girl, she took like an hour to write. So She's, like, Ellie's very yeah. sweet, yeah. Yeah. So then I was really happy with, with her and and then, and that was it. I didn't ask for anything else, just for help, you know? Yeah. And she said, oh, I know that you have an amazing, you, you sounds like, you know what you're doing and I can trust you. So let's work together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, That's fabulous. And just to clarify for everyone listening, like you and Ellie are in the fast group together. So you maybe knew each other a little bit through that. This wasn't just blindly reaching out to someone saying, please help with my portfolio. Cause that doesn't work very well either guys. (laughs) No, no, (laughs) no. Yeah. What I do is like, I like to listen to your podcast yeah. So then if I feel like um, we have some connection with like the people that you interview, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, hi, I listen to your podcast. I mean, I love to, what you do, whatever. Uh, con- congratulations on your work. And that's it. You know, just, just a really nice email. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if the person wants to build a relationship, she's going to reply. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great strategy. You can't go mm-hmm. out asking for something the first time. No, no. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I um, did reach out on yeah. Fast one time um, because I was going to uh, Canada, to yeah. Toronto, and there okay. was like a trade show in there. I was like, hey, someone wants to go with me. Yeah. So then I met another uh, amazing cli- um, designer as well, Mila. Yeah. yeah so. Oh, Mila. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. It was, was really nice too. Yeah, we help each other out a lot. Yeah, even though we are not in the same niche, we still no. Help she does pattern other. making. Yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, talk a little bit about the trade shows and stuff because you've put yourself out there, and I know that you said when you first, like the first one you went to, you were really uncomfortable. Um, I'm gonna quote this because it was good. You said. Uh, 
Oh, I'm losing it now. Your email was, you put so many great things in this email, but basically you were like, the words were shaking. Oh, here it is. Um, it was hard and I was shaking and my voice would not come out of my mouth, but I pushed myself and gave myself grace saying that this is the puberty part of my business and it will be awkward. Um, so you've gone out to trade shows to do some networking and stuff. And at first it was like really a lot of anxiety. Can you talk a little bit about how you worked through some of that and, and where you're at now, um, as far as confidence and going out to these trade shows and talking with people? Yeah. So I love trade shows because I I have always been going in Brazil. So it just fascinates me that you can see all those brands and all those amazing collections. So then I was like, why not start there, right? Yeah. <laughs> so then I decided to go. Oh, so I went to my first solo trip since I had the kids to yeah. New York. <laughs> yeah. Where do you live? I uh, live in Georgia. You live in Georgia. Okay. So you went yeah. to New York. Uh-huh. and yeah it was good because then I could be my uh like my me just me not me and the kids you know yeah, yeah. so but um it was for the playtime and it's a huge trade show for kids uh, yeah for kids yeah so there was like five levels of those brands and then I was like oh my gosh where I'm gonna start because I don't even know what I'm gonna say first of all when you go to the trade shows, it's for buyers, not for designers. Yeah. So sometimes they don't like when you say that you're a designer because they yeah. think you're, you know, trying to uh, sell yourself. To, yeah. Yeah. Get a job or something. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was lucky because my friend was with me and she has a podcast. So then. She saw that I was struggling to introduce myself. Ah. So then she started to introduce herself first. She was like, hi, I'm Mary. I have a podcast. I interview people, uh, Latin American um, uh, women that work with fashion abroad and whatever. Then she did all the, her introductions. And then people were like, oh, and you, who are you? You yeah. know, then I was like, hi, I'm Andressa, I'm a designer. I'm starting working as a freelance and I do this, this and that. So then that works really well yeah. <laughs> because we have each other. So yeah. yeah. One thing that I uh, went to a trade show here in Georgia, in Atlanta, and, and then I met some manufacturers and I was like, wow. They have manufacturers in here? I yeah. have no idea. Yeah. So then um, I went to two of them just to see how it looks like, how it's inside of a manufacturing because I missed that because I used to be able to walk through the manufacturing uh, in Brazil. Yeah. And here, I mean, I didn't even know that they, did, <laughs> they had here. So yeah. it was good. To see all the fabrics, the, uh, all the cutting, all the, you know, the smell of the fabric and the smell of the manufacturing. Yeah. <laughs> Some say that I'm crazy, but I do love that smell, the smell <laughs> like And I mean, <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah. And then we can build a relationship. When you have a client, you already know where they can find the fabric, where yeah. they can uh, start uh, sewing and doing all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, you've definitely invested in yourself in time and and monetarily as well to 
put yourself out there to go build out this network and make all these connections um, and, and get together like this list of resources for your clients, which is amazing. Um, How are you keeping in touch with these people? Like I imagine at the playtime show, you met some brands and now you've met factories and manufacturers and suppliers. And um, I am, I know you've listened to the podcast a lot, so I'm sure you've heard where you can build relationships with suppliers and then suppliers can introduce clients to you as well. They can come from all different sides. So how have you been keeping in touch with these people and maintaining these relationships? So I do reach out to them through email, just saying, hi, how are you? I'm doing this, this and that. But I feel like I'm not doing enough because um, I haven't seen all those freelancers doing mail lists and they are amazing. I mean, I love to read through the mail list. I mean, to the things that I send. So I want to do the same because then I can reach to more people instead of like, just trying to remember and then sending a specific email to those, you know. Yeah. So I want to do that. And I also want to do my own website. Yeah. That's the goal for next year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, December I'll go to Brazil and then I'm going to take pictures there, like professional pictures. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I start doing the website. Yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, you don't need those pictures to do a website. No. Yeah. But I and you don't like, necessarily need a website. Look at what you've no. done without a website. Yes. Yeah. 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 But if I want to step up my game, yeah. I feel like I need. And not just that, I feel like I deserve nice pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so why not? You know, so yeah. I'm going to do that. And then I can start doing those mail lists and then people are going to get to know me better because then I can write down there what I have been doing or what my goals are. And then I feel like they are going to cheer for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Or even though if I'm not seeing them, but they are going to remember when I do see them, they're going to remember, oh, Andressa, how are you doing now? I remember that you said this, this and that on the email. How are you now? Yeah. 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 No, it's a great way. Yeah, it's a great way to build relationships. Um, You're doing an amazing job and I'm really inspired by the progress that you've made. I know that, you know, there's always challenges. I think most people in fashion and most people in freelancing have challenges with confidence and imposter syndrome. And, you know, I've talked about some of that stuff before. So you've done a fabulous job getting yourself out there and pushing outside your comfort zone. Um, any tips you would like to share with someone who is out there listening, maybe who English is their second language or, you know, they're just feeling a little bit anxious to get started. You know, what, what were some things that you wish you would have known at the beginning of your journey or, or that someone would have told you? Well, I'm going to say something that someone told me. Okay. She was like, just do it. Just <laughs> do it. It's not going to get right. But uh, the more you do, the more, uh, the better you're going to get. So yeah. go with the fear, you know, <laughs> yeah. just go in and do it and start slow. Don't yeah. put a lot of pressure on yourself. Just starting doing like small things like setting up the Instagram, for example, for me, it was a big deal. Yeah. And I did set up the, the Instagram account and then I put my picture in there and that was it for like a month, you know? <laughs> Wait, why was that such a big deal for you? I don't 
because it's social media. Social media is not easy. <laughs> and I feel like if before that, or even for like you, the fast course, I was like, um, it took me forever to finish because I thought, okay, if I did not finish and I'm not successful, that's okay because I didn't finish, right? Oh, you like gave <laughs> yourself an excuse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's wow. what I Wow. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And now I did finish the course and I was doing better. I mean, I was already doing good before finish. So it's not about, it's about yourself. You have to believe in yourself. And then you have to push yourself to do it, even though if it's slow, it's on your time, just do it on your own time, you know, yeah. and you're going to get there. When you look yeah. back, you're going to see that you did amazing things. Yeah. And you don't need eight hours every day. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you can have a life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. How old are your kiddos? Three and five. Three and five. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. My son's three and a half. That's an age, man. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I, I've been chatting with some people. This feels like the hardest age for me. Mm -hmm. It is. It's not the terrible twos. It's the terrible trace. <laughs> or they call it three-nager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the amount of control they want to exert is sometimes overwhelming. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, congratulations, Andresa. Where can everybody find you and connect with you online? Instagram and maybe Instagram. soon a website. Yeah. Yeah. So the Instagram, it's Dresa Yop. And, and then you can find me on LinkedIn as well with my whole name, Andresa Yop. And yeah, and in the future, I will have a website so you guys can yeah. check out. <laughs> okay, we'll put all that in the show notes. And I'd love to end with the thing I ask everybody, the question I ask everybody at the very end, what is one thing people never ask you about being a freelancer in fashion that you wish they would? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's a hard question because you know all the questions that they do ask, mm -hmm. but you don't want to be asked for right? Oh, yes. Yeah, so what questions do people ask that you don't want to be asked? How do you survive without a paycheck? You know, oh, yeah. every two okay. weeks. <laughs> so I was like, come on, it's a job. It's a short job. Not because I feel like sometimes they can miss uh, under or misunderstanding. No, Mis misunderstanding the misunderstand, word freelancing. Misinterpret. Yeah. 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 Because freelance is not like just something that you do because you have a free time. No, it's yeah. a job. It's yeah. your, your life as it's well. It's your career. So, yeah. It's a yes. business. Totally. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's the question that I don't really want. like when they ask me. We're okay. like, are you uh, sure that you're going to find clients? Oh, you know, yeah. It's like, okay. yeah. I, okay. I mean, not because you don't know anything about fashion doesn't mean that everybody, you know, they don't need my work. They do need. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. So. Okay. And That's, I, no one's ever brought up the opposite question on the, on the show before. So you're, <laughs> oh. you're a first. I love that. Um, yeah. okay. But what about, what would, what, what would you like them to ask you instead? So how is my workday life? Oh. How do I manage in my time to do everything that I do? Yeah. Right. Because I do a lot, a lot of yeah. things. Yeah. So they never ask that. They just, uh. yeah. I don't know if I'm the 
I'm lucky one that everybody just asked me the, the wrong questions or, but yeah, I wish they asked me. So how, how do you do everything that you do? You know, how do you get your knowledge? How do you find time to uh, research for new trends and all that? And fit it in with being a mom and life and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad we got to talk about that at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so lovely. Well, yeah. thank you for coming on the show, Andres. It's lovely to chat with you and hear about all your success. I'm super excited to watch you continue to grow. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Since I met you, it was my dream to be here. So oh, <laughs> congratulations. That means I'm successful. <laughs> yes, you have earned this moment very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Fashion Designers Get Paid podcast. If this episode inspired you in any way to get out of the mass-produced rat race and get your fashion career out of the hands of toxic corporate bosses, just like one of my students did, Alexandra, who makes more money in one day of freelancing than she did in two weeks at her old industry job, Yes, true story. I'd love to help you take control of your own destiny as a freelance fashion designer or TD, PD, pattern maker, etc. Get instant access to my free limited time training at soheidi.com slash freelance. We'll link it up in the show notes. And of course, make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. We release new episodes every Monday to help inspire you for or help you get through the week ahead. You got this? Me and my team are rooting for you.